0: The Pete Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC blinds four million dollar clearance sale.
1: And now, welcome to the podcast. It's welcome, lovely to see welcome you all. To the podcast. Oh, how Good are, morning. How all. are those of us that went to Harry Styles mm. holding up?
2: Bit tired. Yes, I'm actually going okay. I think once I get home, I'll crash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: sure. Yeah.
2: It definitely. took us a while. We spoke about this
1: this morning. It took us a while to actually fall asleep. I just had his songs and the screaming in my ears mm. all uh-huh. night. See, I, I wore musician plugs because I protected my hearing. You're <laughs> such smart. a nerd. No, no, no.
3: It'll be really? super nerdy when I've still got hearing in 10 years and you don't. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Kim Mr. afraid
2: of going deaf, eh?
3: <laughs> <laughs> right? I know, people don't realise how it sounds ridiculous when you yes, say that, not yes. it but everyone
2: wants their music so loud and stuff I'm like, no, I want my hearing, I really do Do you know yeah. what, I think I've done that much damage that when I put my little earbuds in or whatnot I can't get it loud enough Oh, <laughs> oh wow. yeah. I want it to be louder oh, and, yeah. and I've clearly really done oh. some damage Oh, yeah. is that a sign of Hurting your Look, ears. Look, it can't be good. Yeah. If you're at maximum and you're going, gee, I would like a bit more. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. Wow, wow, wow. i take it
3: back. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone, do what you can. Get yourself some musician
1: plugs. <laughs> yeah, quite. <laughs> but speaking of Harry, he was bloody amazing yesterday, can I just say. So Like, he good. was actually good. And Kimmy, you made a really good point to say like he, like, the return of the nice rock star. Yeah,
3: mm. I was saying to the boys last night, like, the thing that I really enjoyed about him, other than the fact that he's bringing real music to young people. As well, like as in Mm. proper bands, proper music with like actual good songwriting and no auto tune, which is what a whole generation of people has been exposed to. Yeah, Mm. so it's awesome to see that back because it's brilliant, but also just this nice rock guy, this nice pop guy. He was really friendly, he was really warm, he would kept checking on the crowd, he was doing all of these things that I just thought we've. I grew up with all these bands where they all came out and they they were phoning it in. They couldn't be bothered. It was yeah. cool to be like they couldn't be bothered being there and it sucked to be there. And they give you this like, hey, Perth. and pfft. Like even Red Hot Chili Peppers last week, everyone's like, oh, they gave us nothing. Yeah, but mm. can I just
1: say about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think they were out of place for, for that sort of attitude, mm. right? I reckon the I don't give much of a fuck attitude worked for its time. I think yes. it was ex- almost expected of bands. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm bored of it. It's sure. old like, now. That's, that's it's what so I'm saying. I'm saying for have... its time, it was it was where they were they played best. Too cool for mm, right. Yes, it was yes, that you know I'm a fucking rock star. Yeah. Whereas now I don't think you can be that way anyway. You it know who ruined boring? it? Who? Bono. Yeah, cuz yeah. they wouldn't
2: shut up about. And don't forget the UN has got to stop the hunger and the violence and anyway. it's like why yourself stop and shut up. Hey, Harry was Harry was ab- absolutely incredible, right? Don't get me wrong, one of the one of the best gigs I've ever been to. Here we go. Was not the most incredible thing we saw last night, however.
3: No, that was fun. That was, oh okay, <laughs> what? Yeah, okay.
2: we because... were walking to the gig, mm. right? So oh, yeah.
3: Kerrid and Rami and I drove together and we parked the car a few blocks from the venue and then started walking down towards the venue.
1: Good tactic by you, by the way. Great tactic.
3: Oh yeah, man. Oh, you know, Kimber and parking. I don't... <laughs> I don't mess around. I want to get in and out of a gig, but we, uh, we're walking down the street and then we, there's one of the houses that we pass, the dude opens his front gate and just mm. steps out of his gate in front of us to meet another dude standing on the street and they just do a drug deal <laughs> directly in front of us. Yeah, that's
2: Dean. Like, no, <laughs>
0: like
3: no, no, like no hiding anything. No. So like, Hey, I know the guy who's buying drugs. I know what house he lives at. Like yes. we've all seen yeah. him and we're like, Oh, he's come straight out of this gate. And then the dude in front, and they just like do the whole, yeah, cheers, bud. Here you go, yep, yeah, exchange hands, yeah, hand yes, over the stuff. Yes. And there's a cop sitting on his scooter,
2: like, hey, right. <laughs> like, I don't know,
3: five feet away. Really?
2: It was a corner house. It and was a like corner house. And, he was and the
3: cop was oh. right there. He had
2: other things on Every, his mind, clearly. Everybody
1: knows it's the corner house of the street. Oh, <laughs> he God. knows too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he knows too. But, it, like, it, oh. you could not, it could not have been in more plain sight. It yes. was right in the middle. And there were hundreds of people around because people were walking into the venue and this police officer is just sitting there obliviously. Well, isn't that... Th- <laughs> it's I'm, ridiculous. I've, I've never, never been either. a career criminal, but, you know, I, I do get the feeling that by looking blasé, you draw the least amount of attention mm-hmm. to yourself, right? Sure. Yes, you, but you it's know. just
3: the thing when you come directly out of sure. your gate to meet someone right out the front, shake hands, do a thing, and the other guy goes completely in the other direction. Yes. And, and
1: on a Harry car. Day of all days. <laughs> yeah. On Harry Day. Yeah. Maybe he was worried that it was just a legit deal between two. <laughs> maybe and they like, were musicians' earplugs. Right? Maybe, maybe they were. Okay, like, he sure. He walked over, and they're like, "No, here, he just, I just needed him to break a 20. And he's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> "Fuck, <laughs> go fill the paperwork out." Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus, that oh, was uh, fun, though. It was fun. Cool.
3: <laughs> we went back to his house later. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Real nice. All right.
1: Uh, is there anything else, or Trevor Long? It? Oh, is that it? No, oh, that's right. right. We're
3: going do a
2: short one today. And he bloody
1: rocks a pair of polyester pants. It
2: really you, does.
1: You were saying to me off the air <laughs> that Oh, she was fucking is... horny last night, oh, by the way.
3: <laughs> no, hang on. How dare you? How very dare you? She turned you? to me. I did not. I wasn't... This is about Trevor Long. It turns <laughs> <laughs> me, me in sad. "Hang on, Rami." Yes. not
2: sent it to Trevor.
3: Hang on, I think. In, let's put this into context. Rami's horny over everything. Yeah, of course he is. So sad. anything that you say that is complimentary to someone, he thinks it's a hit. He's like, "Come yeah. on, you're into it." I yeah. said, and as I said to you this morning, Pete, he's <laughs> a HR disaster. I said, <laughs> yes, he really is. I said, Harry Styles. Is a perfectly formed human. Is that what I said? That's what you said. I said he's perfectly formed. He's a dude where he's got this perfect jawline, his eyes are the right distance apart. He's got that he's got the face that is classically handsome to everybody. Mm. He's got a great body build. He's just like (laughs) he's just a perfectly formed human who sings beautifully. And that seems like quite unfair and quite rare.
2: Well,
1: Well, hey. What about the part? (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think you're talking to here? I did say to Rami. It's very diplomatic. He's really sexy. And you did say, word for word. I would like to sit on his face. What?
3: (laughs) Oh my God.
1: Get your mustache right. He said, (laughs) he's not usually my type. But now. No, I'd that's not
3: true. You've misheard me. <laughs> you said, I said, I'd go there. I said, he's exactly my type because yeah. he has the same body as my partner. But before you
4: thought, you said.
3: I said, he's exactly my type. That's my body type. And I'm glad that that body type's back in fashion. Because mm. it's a... like, you know, all that's blokes true. thought they had to go build muscles and all this. And I was like, yeah. you have never had to do that, guys. It's been a massive lie. Mm. You've been tricked by the media, by other men. I don't know. But you never had to go to the gym.
2: What are you doing after the show today, I Going to the gym. no. Nice.
3: <laughs> What are you doing today, Rummy?
2: <laughs> going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going wherever Rummy's going.
3: <laughs> I was just saying I love that body type, but I did say to you, I never found him sexy before because I always saw him as young. Yeah. So I don't find that attractive. But now that he looks like a grown man, I'm like, oh, no, he's got sex appeal. I find him yeah. sexy now, 20, but I never did before.
1: He's 29. I thought he was young. He's 29. 29. He's 29. Went around I thought he was for a while. Yeah. Mm. You know. Mm. But still. So, so, you know,
3: the thing is. Get yourself a pair of polyester pants Stick slim Just stay slim Don't go to the gym You're alright Yeah mm-hmm. and, and
2: get just... that perfectly formed Chiseled jawline <laughs> Speaking of which Trevor Long
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yes he's on the podcast um, Oh we caught up with Julia Who got oh, the tickets We gave her the tickets And she the s- She's the best reviewer I think we've had She's
2: all. so cute mm. We sure. should send her to things to review
3: I think so She's nine that's years good. old And she was brilliant
2: I can't even bloody get a ticket Out of this place <laughs> And you want to
3: to her off.
1: <laughs> uh, we played are You Kidding Me again? Yes. Um, <laughs> dating co-workers so came up. So we heard people's stories because we needed them to pile in on anonymous mixers' situation at the moment. Yeah, we're trying to help them out. Mm. And um, Matty, investigative reporter.
2: Oh, the first installment of Matt Investigates in the morning. Yes. This yeah. was so good. It was
1: great.
3: <laughs> it's, it's starting with us then leading to a current affair.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Have a podcast. Bye. 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 Pete, and Now, last week, Valentine's Day, got a text message, 04800 twenty one ninety four five from, we'll call him Anonymous Mixer. Yes. Kimber. Yep. And he was saying, look, in a bit of a pickle, kind of interested in this oak at work. Yep. Don't quite know what to do.
3: Yeah, just gets vibes from the guy at work, is interested and said, advice, should I ask this person out? So we tried to investigate a little bit further. Yeah, we gave him a call yesterday. How long have you known each other? Six months. Is there anything preventing you from asking him out?
0: Technically, I am a manager. Oh, Oh, okay,
3: this gets
1: interesting. Wow, okay, that makes things really hard. So do you have like a HR policy where you're not allowed to sort of, you're not allowed to go down that or, or what's the deal?
4: No, as far
0: as I'm aware we don't, but I wanna keep things professional.
4: So I'm not too sure. That's why I threw it to you guys.
3: It was a bit of a Freudian slip,
1: wasn't it? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> why don't I just Freudian slip into something more comfortable? <laughs> Stop. Don't, don't. Kids are listening. Now um uh now he's thrown it to us. And we're going to handball it to you. We want to know if dating a co worker is a good idea or not, right.
3: especially the fact that he's a manager. Like when I'm looking, when I'm thinking about dating co workers, there's two questions I'm asking myself. Mm-hmm. One is, will it affect the work relationship in terms of power? Mm-hmm. And
1: two is, what's the plan if it goes pear shaped? Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, you
3: have y- to have a plan because if it goes pear shaped, then it means one of you has to quit your job. That sucks.
1: And I reckon that's the more important part, if it goes pear-shaped, because, I mean, chances are from the stories you hear that, that tends to be where it goes. But we would like to hear from you on both sides of the argument. Yeah, we've had people in this office who have got married.
3: We have mm. people who have hooked up here yep. and are married with kids and living a long life together. We've
1: also had people in
3: who have left marriages.
1: I mean, oh. we've got both sides of the things <laughs> happening in this We've had things call. that have
3: happened at Christmas parties where we've thought, "What did? how did that happen? Absolutely. Dean in High Wickham, would you hook up with a co-worker? Oh, yeah, I've done it. Uh,
2: been with the missus now for close to 16 years.
3: Whoa, okay.
2: What? Yeah.
1: What, uh, there, happened, there, was, there was a
2: bit of a, We worked together. I was field-based. She was in the office, kind of had a spark, got together. Uh, we did break up, which made it a bit awkward for about eight months. We both uh, dated other people in that time. Um, somehow timing worked out. We rekindled our love and uh, been together, like I say, 16 years and four kids mm, later. Four wow.
3: kids. All right, Dean, take me back to the eight-month part, though. That must have sucked.
2: Oh, it did. You, you 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 don't know where to stick your head, right? You're like a <laughs> an ostrich sticking your head in the sand when you're walking through the office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, made it work, I guess. Uh,
4: yeah. Okay. Right,
1: okay. So four kids later. It's all a right. Positive so that's, story. Yes. Um. Just quickly, we needed an affinit definitive. Dean, uh, would you say yes to anonymous mixer to go for it?
4: I'd give it a go.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. That's one okay. for yes. Now, Beck and Mandra called us yesterday while we were speaking to Anonymous Mixer uh,
3: and was like, don't
0: do it.
1: Before anyone even
3: asked, she said, don't do it. Beck, something has gone badly here, hasn't it?
0: It has. All right,
3: man. What yeah. happened? What happened?
0: Uh, so it was my first job at Macca's. I was 15. <laughs> I dated my manager and my manager ended up cheating on me with my best friend who also worked at Macca's her and I ended up getting into a fight at Macca's. I nearly pushed her into the oil fryer.
3: Whoa! Whoa! And the guy got off, uh, you know, scot-free, obviously.
0: Um, Well, we had to hide it because, obviously, managers aren't allowed to date co-workers. And um, it was all good at the start. It was awesome fun. You know, it was good up until... You pushed Um, her into a chip fryer. (laughs) Well, it it wasn't just that, but working at Macca's, you know, you get lots of people coming through. So he started getting jealous and Uh then, you know, he would sneak me stuff and drinks and try and hide it. I'm not going to lie.
3: I'm going to, this sounds like grooming.
1: A little bit, right? Like it's weird. You know, hearing that you were 15 at the time, but I mean, just I reckon there's not a Mackers person uh, across Perth right now listening to this that isn't going. Oh, I think that was our
0: workplace.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so that's a Beck. Just quickly, that's that's a no. You're saying no. Uh,
0: it's a definite no.
1: Definite no. Definite. Okay. Uh, Justine and Ellen Brooke, Good morning. Tell us your story.
0: Um, I met my husband at, well, my now current husband at work. We were both single and working in different departments and used to see each other all the time and hooked up at the work ball, then lied to everyone and said, you know what happens when you're drunk and saw him for a year secretly. And then we got married and we've got a child and We've been married nearly 13 years, together 17.
1: Amazing. All right, so that's worked out. So a final final call from you. It's the call here. Like, is it a yes Yes, or a no?
0: Go for it. Go for it. Okay. Go for it. Did
1: it ever get awkward? Were there ever any issues, Justine, throughout that period? Um, Yes, because
0: we worked in a call centre, about 200 people, very gossipy. So... That's why we kept it a secret for about a year. And
3: I bet, Justine, you think it's a secret, but we've seen people in this office who we knew were having an affair before they did. It was like, it's so obvious. They look at each other across the room and you're like, there is something happening there.
0: No, even people at our wedding that were at our work came and said we had no idea at first because I used mm. to lie and say I was seeing someone else, and I spread a rumor maybe that he maybe liked other gentlemen. Mm. Right. Oh, I see. <laughs> right just so well.
1: Now, now we also know what happens when you say I'm just going to pop you on hold. I got to go speak to my manager. <laughs> um, all right. So that's two fours and one against. We're going to go. We're going to run with the four. Yeah. Uh, I reckon we come back with Anonymous Mixer
2: tomorrow. I we can
1: convince surely him to go have forward a go. with this. Have a go. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, uh, Gary Adstead, uh, Joe Spagnolo, Mia Edgerton-Warburton. These are huge names in Western Australian investigative journalism. But uh, it's time for a new kid on the block, Matt Diktinski. Uh This noise is tearing suburbs apart. So this morning I thought I'd investigate with Matt Investigates in the morning. A war has broken out in these otherwise peaceful Perth communities, between people, mostly our young people who want outdoor basketball courts, and a few residents who find this noise simply unacceptable. And if a noise regulation proposal is approved, up to 75% of our basketball courts will be breaching that proposal and any new courts will have to be constructed at least 100 metres from homes. This morning on Matt Investigates in the Morning, I'll investigate the basketball barmy and the burbs. Nathan is 14 and spends most of his time on the outdoor basketball court near his home. Yeah, well, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do, eh? Would you come, come here, play some basketball? And uh, I, just, I just like it, eh? Hey? I'm not doing anything wrong, not causing any trouble, just playing basketball, you know? Uh, yeah, I just like I just like basketball, eh? Hey? Yeah, but leave us alone, I just wanna play basketball. Mm. Harold is 78 years old. He's lived in his house for 54 years, and he hates young people. It's that noise, that bouncing noise. I just, I hear it in me sleep, hear it in me dreams in me nightmares. I just can't get away from the noise of them yelling and screaming or the hoopla when they've sunk one from outside the three-point arc or the noise of yelling and slapping each other's backs when the two of them have driven quite hard onto the paint. It's, it's really, it's doing me head. I, I don't even like basketball. I don't even know anything about basketball. But for some reason, I now know that if you want to beat LeBron, you really need to send him to the free-throw line. But for the final word... We asked NBA legend Grant Fyfels-Luella about prohibiting the playing of the game that he loves. Basketball ain't just a game. It's life. You know, feel me? Taking away a basketball call from a child is like taking the bread from its mouth. If you're saying to a child you can't play basketball, you might as well tell that child you ain't allowed to breathe. Now, whilst we can all empathise in these noisy times, it's fair enough to want a bit of peace and quiet. If this happens, where will our young people play their basket-type balls? Where will our young people get outside and off their screens? Where will they get fit, swear loudly, and quite possibly plan petty crimes? Well, that's open to investigation. And that's it for Matt Investigates in the Morning. Wow! 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 Indeed. That's cutting edge. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, I try, I don't take a position. I sit on the fence. Oh,
3: that thing about LeBron though.
1: Far out. Yeah! Kidding me. <laughs> Our favourite Tuesday game. Yeah, kidding me. Matt, did you bring your horse? Yes, I did. <laughs> Woo!
2: Got the whip. Um, Rami, the producer, played for you last week. How did he go? He lost. I, you know how much I love Rami, but I wouldn't have thought that general knowledge is his trump card. Yeah,
3: he did. He did quite well. I mean, it, this
2: is the man, of course, who thought there was a, <laughs> thought there was a country called Peruvia. Yeah, right. So I'm just saying, it's I love you. True. You have many talents, just but not geography. He's a complex geography. man. He's there's a lot of things. He's very good at. He came close, but but no cigar. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the effort.
1: Kara, the producer, bring thank forth you. the year's place. <laughs> <laughs> Do that strut, nice strut. Oh
2: look! Oh, a kiss and a cuddle today. Very nice. Oh, nice. such a modern station. Nice.
1: There's a lot of love in this team. All right. Get out of you! All right. All right. Hate to see goods. him go, but I love to watch him leave. All right. Are you Deep ready? <laughs> here's, here's how this works. Thanks, Rodney. We've got three <laughs> different years, uh, three different montages from three different years. Uh, you're going to hear them one by one. They're made up of songs, movies, moments in time. You have to tell me and write down the year you think they are from. Close to the pin best of three wins. Here's your first one.
4: Phil, do not go in the bathroom.
1: Just calm down. (laughs) Phil, there
4: is a tiger in the bathroom.
3: Pop star Michael Jackson died this afternoon
0: after being found unconscious at his home. Wow. Gee,
2: that's okay. 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 Ah. Okay. Okay. Okay.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, I'm going with this. Okay. I've gone with 2009.
2: I've gone with 2013, and you're you're probably right. Why? Why 2013? I I don't know. Something made me feel like we didn't long go past or approaching 10 years since Michael Jackson passed away. I feel like Michael Jackson died
3: before I started working on the big couch at Mix in the drive show. And I think... That it was the year before I started. I'm gonna go 2009.
1: You're correct. Yes. 2009. Well done. On the money. Here I'm is your... uh, Rami.
2: you wanna step in, bud?
0: <laughs> <laughs> IBM's chess playing <laughs> supercomputer Deep Blue outmaneuvered the world's <laughs> highest ranked human player. Ergonomic chairs. Four of them. What do you want? 180. He's dreaming. Okay.
1: Come on! Come on! We should be. I mean, come on! By okay. the way, the IBM computer beat Gary Kasparov. Yes. Kasparov. Yes.
2: Yeah. Kasparov also played centre forward for Bayern.
1: What do you lock like in Maddie?
2: I went 1997. Yeah, I did too. Now, why did you go 97? What was it? Well, I have told this story before. I went to the castles rap party, and I thought that was end of 1996, so I thought the the film would come out the year later.
3: Okay. I remember watching it with a group of guys that I'm no longer friends with, and I'm pretty sure that's the only year I hung out with them.
2: (laughs) Don't you want (laughs) to ask me more questions about the Castle Rat Party and the few actors that I hung out with? I really do. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, You're both correct. Yeah. The smoking ban would affect about eighty percent of all flights, and if the airlines agree, it could be in place as early as January in the new year. Oh, man, This guy is really good. Machine.
5: Robocop. What is he?
4: He's a cyborg, you idiot.
3: Oh, honestly, this could go anywhere. Could I... go anywhere. Matty's already picture, dropped Picture me
2: yeah. wearing knows. my ABC shirt. ABC shirt. Going to Club Rumours as a 17-year-old, <laughs> thinking that because I worked for the ABC and I wore a shirt that people might find me attractive. When you
3: say people, you thought you ladies, were pulling yeah, ladies. With a bourbon flat and coke.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was 87. Okay.
3: Really? Jimbo. Yeah. Oh, I've gone with 92. 92. 92.
2: What Why'd you go with 92?
3: Oh, look, I just sort of thought Robocop maybe around that time, but I, I really don't know. When
2: that song and that album came out, it was like the proudest, you know, uh, this Australian band had smashed it in America. Uh, in excess. In, I might yeah. just leave then. I don't need, need to hear tonight. the answer then.
1: Uh, you sure? It sounds sure like I'm not even ne- close. You sure you don't need
2: to hear the answer? I, to be honest, I can't remember yesterday, so <laughs> if he, I could be out. It was 19... 87, Maddie.
1: Oh, hey. nice. bang, bang, Maddie, bang. So you do it, Wait, producer Rami. Was that a draw? That's yeah, draw. It's a draw. It's a draw. Uh, it's a draw. Don't well worry about it. it right?
3: was you... such celebratory music for a draw? I wasn't oh. sure. You know
1: We're about celebrating um, equality in this in a a studio. It's sure, about yeah, everyone. Pete Madden, Kimber. Uh, having to pay for a tick. I'm not okay with it. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Uh, For more on this, we're joined by Trevor Long from EFTM.com.au. What is this absolute BS we're waking up to this morning where Facebook's going to start charging us for our ticks on Instagram and Facey?
4: Well, for those people that don't have a tick, it's their first opportunity to get one. Um, but it's also a kind of a value add. You get a, you get a blue tick that says you really are who you say you are because you prove it with your passport or your driver's license. But you also get Facebook out there constantly monitoring that no one else creates a fake you, which is a real problem on Facebook specifically, and also Instagram, where people create fake accounts and try and scam the followers and friends of those people. So that's a good thing. Plus, customer service something that I don't think even exists right now at Facebook. So for 20 bucks a month, you're getting a few things that people apparently are demanding. But let's be clear, they're still going to make $5 billion a quarter out of selling ads. They're still going to have ads. And the thing for me is if they know that this is such a problem, why don't they just crack down on on impersonation? Why don't they just offer customer service in the first place? Bingo. I don't know why we're paying for it.
3: This is what frustrates me, Trevor, is these conversations of going, Oh, so we're going to actually do the job that we should have done the whole time, but we're going to make you pay for it now. And and as here at the radio station, we have had so many impersonations of us. We had scam accounts and people scamming our listeners under my name, under about somewhere about 25 different accounts. Mm. And it took a very long time for us to say to everyone, hey, you know, this isn't us and be careful. Facebook would not verify me. They were given hundreds and hundreds of scam reports saying someone's pretending to to be me, and they didn't
4: care. They and don't so- care, and and even when you get the the huge number of supporters and listeners you have to report those other accounts, they often don't take them down. And and the thing is, it happens all the time across the world. But I see it so much in Australia, where um, scam accounts are created when anyone, like an individual or radio station, does a giveaway. They're they're creating fake accounts and they try and scam people into saying that they've won and and giving over their details. If Facebook knows this is a problem, why don't they fix the problem rather than, you know, charging? Because the thing is, you <laughs> will probably be willing to pay the twenty bucks, not because you want to tick, but because you want to protect your listeners, the people who are most vulnerable here and may fall victim to these crimes. You don't want them to
1: ha- that to happen, so you might pay the twenty bucks. Trev, you know what I'm upset about? What's that? As a god-given talent, I've spent twenty years busting my backside. <laughs> For that, or for that blue tick on my Instagram to show that I'm better than everybody else and now you can just pay for it. It's going to Hey, I'm filthy. I've got me. one
4: and now people can pay to get one. I mean, come on. What's going on here? When are you getting your gold tick on Twitter? That's never happening because uh, I refuse to pay for these kind of things that um, were, were originally intended to ver- validate that a, that a person was someone that they said they were and they were likely to be
1: impersonated. Ridiculous. Trev, good to catch up with you, mate. Always a pleasure. Last night, is that Rami the producer? That's producer Rami singing (laughs) um, and losing his mind. At HBF Park, watching (laughs) Harry Styles when he did One Direction and Beautiful. I mean, he's got to do it. He's got to do it for the fans and Rami.
3: It was an incredible gig last night at HBF Park. Harry Styles absolutely smashed it. A total entertainer.
1: And you know who was there? Julia, Julia was who played there. Alpha Buck's kids uh, weeks and weeks and weeks ago, and we gave her tickets. We're going to give you a couple of tickets to Harry Styles and send you off to the concert,
3: mate. <laughs> Is that the best news
1: ever, Julia?
5: Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, it's breaking my it's heart so awesome. It's Christmas
5: Eve. I've never had before
1: And Julia joins us on Pete, Matt and Kim But now, good morning Julia Did you have fun at the concert?
5: Yes, good morning Good Thank morning you
1: so much. Oh Julia,
3: you're very welcome We were thrilled to be able to give you tickets What was your favourite part of last night?
5: Uh, I don't know Maybe all the songs But I think, yeah All the songs, definitely
1: Now, whereabouts in the crowd were you, mate? Did did you have a good view of Harry?
5: Oh, yeah. Um, We were near the back, like on the right side, but we still had a very good view.
3: Awesome. And so did you love, is this your first concert, Julia? Have you been to a big show like this before?
5: No, this is my first concert.
3: Whoa, was it overwhelming with how many people you could see in the crowd?
5: Yeah, it was so cool, especially when, like, there was, like, a really special song and everyone turned on their flashlight. So it looked really cool.
3: Yeah, that did look cool. And,
1: Julia, what it like? What was yesterday like getting ready for Harry Styles?
5: I was so excited. I, I couldn't, like, I was, like, begging the day to end because normally Mondays is the longest day at school. And I was like, can you please end Monday? And then eventually <laughs> when we got there, Well, when I came home, I got ready and then I was really excited and I got a call from my friend saying, oh, yeah, I'm also going to Harry Styles. And then after I went to my dad's house and I found out he got me a T-shirt a few days ago. Oh,
3: cool. So did you change into the T-shirt and wear that?
5: Yeah. And then um, my dad drove us all the way to HBF Park and – Yeah. Did you get in
3: there early, Julia? Because it was very hot yesterday. What time do you think you got there?
5: Uh, About six.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's still warm. Yeah. Well, that was good that you had dad take you and everybody helped out. It was quite a journey to get you there, but we're so glad you had the best time. Thank you. No
1: worries. Uh, And And that was um, an
3: awesome review.
1: Can I just point out Julia's nine? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Really, really good review. (laughs) Hey, Julia. Just quickly, um, you, you were there for the entire concert last night. You didn't leave until Harry left. Like, how are you feeling today? Ready for school?
5: Well, I'm feeling great. It feels so cool. I just, I have a question. I wonder where Harry went.
3: Oh, you After wonder he, how it, they got him out of the venue?
5: Stage. Where does he go? Yeah, good it's a question.
3: clever question. And, you know, Julia, at different gigs, it's been different for everyone. I know it's some things like they rolled Adele out in a box so that no one would knew she was in it. So there's been different things. We don't know how he got out of the venue. We'll try and find out for you.
1: Okay, thank you. No worries. Hey, Julia, it was our pleasure giving those tickets, and we're so glad that you had an absolute ball, mate. And, uh, yeah, happy following Harry Styles Day. Go and tell all your friends about the concert last night.
5: Thank you so much. I loved it so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thanks no for talking I loved to loved us, Julian.
1: Well. Oh, pleasure, Aww. absolute pleasure.
0: Pete, Matt, and Kimber. The Pete, Matt, and Kimber podcast for ABC blinds four million dollar clearance sale. Next twenty four